Hello everybody, welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host at SteveDDNFL on Twitter and of course follow the group at UK Packers and it's the Quick Snaps episode. This is the preview podcast. Are you doing it, Peter? Yeah, I'm doing it. Get the snaps going. Right, so um, the, the problem with this podcast was it was supposed to start earlier, but I was late and a douche. So everything that Peter had to say, uh, he now has. I don't know, Peter, does this mean you've got extra time to prep or is everything just gone from your head when you get when you when you get to my age steve it just goes from your head yeah you've got but like something a... <laughs> something else will have filled my head by the time we get to it so it's it's cool yeah like where there's original or you know pension <laughs> contributions you know or balancing your checkbook you know something old-timey like that i would have come up with better examples but i didn't have Steve hale here to ask who was at our manchester meetup by the way speaking of meetups uh this game that we're going to preview we are going to watch this game in cardiff um, and yes, it will be Packers v Broncos. And yes, it will be in Cardiff City Centre. It's the head of steam. Starts at five. Uh, so everybody come on down. Do you have to buy tickets? No, not anymore. Because I just needed numbers to give to the venue. So by all means, you can rock in. Whoever bought tickets will get their money back in the form of a welcome drink. So Manchester was a ripper. Uh, not of the Jack variety. So I expect Cardiff to be equally as fantastic, um, if not better, with a bunch of Welshmen uh, who can drink and have a pension for sheep like us Irish do. So anyway, Peter, um, I'd love to know how you are. Uh, find out all about your health. Something new about you, some, some, something from your family history, but we simply do not have time because it's quick snaps. Um, so just let's get right down to it. The Broncos, will the Packers go 3-0 and and why? Yes, they will. And they will on the on the back of their outstand, outstanding defense and an offense that was slightly better last week than it was in week one. Hmm. So, yes, they will. Right. So that's the end of thanks for listening to Quick Snaps. <laughs> <laughs> and it's time to go. Yeah, look, this is an interesting game. And I think what are we going to do without Trevor Davis, Pete? I mean, are we not goosed now? Is the whole game plan not going to go out the window? I think he's most upset that he now no longer qualifies for the Cardiff meetup, Steve. Well, that's true, yeah. I mean, he's had he gone to the Broncos, he would have been fine. But now he's going to have to knock on wood with the Raiders. Uh, yeah, Trevor Davis gone, um, six-round pick. But I think the writing was on the wall then when they didn't really play him week one, particularly. Like, you know, he was sort of seen as this potential offensive weapon. Not going to happen anymore. And then on returns, he was purely tragic. So it didn't call for a fair catch and he got drilled which was kind of silly because it's just you know endangering himself and then he let it go and then became a blocker which is also so illegal so the thing is is after that thing when he put his head down um you know i hear pundits out there saying oh that's the moment you know that it was kind of if he's not going to be useful as a pund returner he was gone yeah and i think that's true and also you know the packers tried to shop him um this, this time last year yeah so so i think they kept eight wide receivers going into you know the roster cut down after the roster cut down last year, and they and they apparently tried to shop Trevor Davis at that point, but he was he was hurt. Yeah. Um. So they didn't have any takers. So I don't I don't think it's any any big shock, and and, and getting a six round pick for him it sounds sounds like a good move. Yeah, I mean, you know, we paid a fifth round pick for him in 2016, so you know it's, it's one round back. Um. So yeah, you'd expect, and as well as that, the stuff that we've done with um. 
our you know later round picks especially at running back has been quite sensational so to get a six round pick get something for him it's his contract year it was kind of clear from even the start of this season that he wasn't going to really amount um to a whole lot despite the sort of like you know trevor davis uh glowing reviews bandwagon whatever you want to call it um in training camp it just never really translated i was happy to see him on the team to see him do his business to see him if he was healthy to field returns but that is not happening um so i guess that falls with darius shepherd and then we signed uh, tremont smith as well from the chiefs who apparently is a pretty prolific uh returner as well so look special teams are kind of so so we didn't really have a return in the first two games you know it wasn't really getting up to much so i don't yeah. think that's going to impact this game i think the keys to this game are going to be the fact that joe flacco can't really get anything going and um, his offensive line is allowing sacks and pressures against sort of uh well i wouldn't say ordinary defenses in the sense that they come up against the bears but that they nearly they nearly beat the bears um i guess and air defense is like third in dvoa which is absolutely incredible so the pressure that they're going to get on flacco which is when he makes his most mistakes and i know people are thinking of course uh, you know that's kind of a trope it's like oh whoever scores the most goals is going to win the game you know <laughs> uh, but it's that it's that case is a flacco is very sort of mistake prone when you put pressure on him he likes to do this dinky donkey um short stuff as well and i think alexander that's what he lends his game to darnell savage is un- his break on the ball is unbelievable i was watching pete uh highlight i, I can't remember if it was Andy Herman or Ben Fennell was putting it out um, when they had the All-22 but he broke so fast on the ball Darnell Savage did that he had to actually slow himself down yeah. by the time he got to the ball so that's the prolificness um, if that's a word if it is word of the podcast and um, so I think we're going to do well against this offense yeah no, and that's absolutely what we saw of Savage you know um, in, college, in college last year in, in particular was that very fast break on the ball um, but but yeah, I I, I think that um, you're right about you're right about Flacco and and you know the Broncos' offense through the first two games has been well, it's been somewhat anemic on the ground, which is which is a little bit surprising. Yeah, you know you look you, Philip Philip Lindsay in particular had a, had a great rookie year last year, and you'd expect if if the Broncos were going to establish a great offense, it would be through the running game, and then and then you know, the play action pass, but the running game has, hasn't got going and it's forced Flacco to, to throw quite a lot. And he's been pressured a lot. I think they've given up five sacks and a huge number of pressures in the first, in the first two games. And mm. that just kind of, it makes you feel that it plays into the hands of the way that the Packers defense has played so far this year. Yeah. Like there's so many interesting matchups, I think, you know, in this game that lend themselves to the Packers. If you look at Bakhtiari, who again could be, I don't know if he's still feeling the effects of of the injury, uh, but Brian Balag is playing lights out. They've come up yeah. against uh, Leonard Floyd and Killian Mack in Chicago, and then Daneen Holter and Everson Griffin in the Minnesota. Now they're going to come up against Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, um, and I think that they're well up to the task. Now, we were struggling at guard, uh, surprisingly so with Billy Turner, um, who's given up some um, a lot of you know pressures um, on, on passing downs. So... It's going to be intriguing to see what's done there. They've put enough on tape to show that they're a the weak link on the O-line. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, Pete, if they bring more inside pressure to try to get to Aaron Rodgers. Now, we all know Aaron Rodgers is adept at, uh, you know, when you flush him out, is, you know, hitting the sideline um, and coming up with some absolutely inspiring stuff. But what I do think about this is, is that the problem with the Matt LaFleur offense is that it hasn't really got a chance to bed down yet. And what it's predicated on is the run. Um, play action and then disguising plays. I saw one fantastic breakdown where 
Um, Aaron Rodgers, you know, makes a, a sort of pre-snap move to the left. And it's the same play, the same setup. And it draws. And on the first play, Aaron Jones gets the ball thrown to him in the flat and, and picks up yardage. They do the exact same play. But this was the touchdown to Jamal Williams, uh, where Lane Taylor rolls out and sort of creates a block for him. And um, yep. so it's it's set up the same. It's the same pre-snap moving, but you know a different outcome. So the thing is, is that I think the Broncos' defense, I think they're in the twenties in the DVOA, twenty fourth, I think the last I read. So they're not going to really put it up to the Packers, and it will it will allow us more freedom to run the plays that we want to run, to run the scheme that we do without being so disruptive that we just have to go with what is working at the time. Yeah, no, I. I... I agree, and I, and I, I guess this off the Packers' offense is roughly where we thought it might be, you know, mm. after, after after a couple of weeks. But I I expect to see some progress this week. A because as time goes on, you expect the players to become more comfortable in the offense. You expect um, Lafleur to start to get over play calling nerves and that and that kind of thing. And also, as you as, as you've highlighted, I mean. Other than those two edge rushers, Chubb and, and Von Miller, and those are two very, very fine edge rushers, so we, we can't just skip past those. But other than those two guys, you, you look at the at the Broncos' defense and you think that's a defense that the Packers can put some points up. Yeah, um, and particularly when we look at the likes of um, Denver's uh, run-stopping. I mean, they're down at the bottom of the league, um, you know, the, the final third of the league in stopping the run. So this is a game that if the offense is set up to keep you honest with the run and then smack you in the face with some play action. I mean, this is going to work all day long if they're as bad. Uh, now, Green Bay in the past always had a tendency, didn't we, of, you know, teams are struggling with one thing. Like, I don't know how many times I've done a podcast or done analysis where we say, oh, you know, the Vikings or whatever team cannot get their running attack going. Um, you know, OBJ hasn't scored a touchdown yet, you know, and then the minute they come to Lambeau or the minute we go to them, well, then we make them look like world beaters in that category. <laughs> now, I don't know whether, Pete, whether we just don't focus on it because we think that we're good in that area. You know, we think, oh, they haven't cracked off a run um, all season, so we should, we don't have to worry about it. And then we get walloped or what it is. Um, but this is definitely set up. If there's any team that we can run all over and we're seven and a half point favorites in this game, it should be the Denver Broncos. Yeah, no, I... I totally agree, and you know um, whether Jamal Williams will get will get more carries this week. I, sus- I suspect he will. I mean, I don't think I don't think we can expect to see Aaron Jones have I don't know how many touches he had twenty three, twenty five carries or whatever it was last last weekend. I don't think we we should expect to see that week in week out. But you know, Jones has fifteen, Williams has ten. That kind of ratio I think is probably more likely. And and no, I think I. It, on paper, and it's very very unlike me to be this optimistic <laughs> heading into heading into a Packers Sunday. But on, on paper, it you just feel like a um, you don't see where the Broncos' points are coming from, mm. and b you just feel also feel like um, the Packers' offense is going to get better week on week on week. And I, I'm not suggesting they're going to go out there and, and, and score 45 points or put the 50 burger on the Broncos, but but you. You feel like it's it's an offense that's going to score three or four times this this weekend, and that'll be enough. Yeah, I mean, if we came up against the Diggs, Adam Thielen, their main weapon is Emmanuel Sanders, um, and at that, you know, I I think we can definitely contain. 
as, as much as if we can make them one dimensional in that way, you know, I think that well then we've have no problem whatsoever if we can shut down Thielen and Diggs, um, and then Allen Robinson of course in in week one, um, and of course they had Montgomery who's a you know rushing and receiving threat as well. I mean, I just think we've shut down some people that, um, you know, would give us a bit of a headache in multiple areas of the field. So to shut down what the what the Broncos have gone. And I mean, any of the press conferences that I watched with Joe Flacco, he was always saying the same, oh, we just couldn't get it going. Um, and I don't know whether he expects to get it going, but he's certainly not going to do that against the Packers defense. So Pete, uh, the final parting shots then on this game, uh, any more keys, any more things to look out for, anything that's going to pique your interest in this game? No, I just I just think from a Packers perspective, from a Packers fan perspective, beware Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, because you know that they're going to, going to break out at some point this season and let's hope it's in a couple of weeks time not this week but I think if 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 Bakhtiari is 100% or close to 100% and Balaga plays to the level which he's been playing I think that's that's the key matchup for me um, for the Packers offense against the Broncos defense if the, if, if the tackles hold up then then I think that you know I, I think the Packers will cover the spread and probably win 20 to 10 that kind of that kind of score yeah Agree. Um, I think I watch out for Kenny Clark again. Watch out for Preston and Z Smith and any other lad who wants to go on the bull rush because I think uh, we're going to beat their tackles up. They've been heavily penalised through the first two games. They haven't really got out and going on offence and I think any of the weapons that they do have, we're going to shut them down. And I think we're going to establish the run game nice and early and I think we're going to kill them with some big plays. Um, and I think this will be a game where when you look at the highlights of the game, it's pretty much going to be the 40 minutes <laughs> that you're going to be looking at. You know, that whole game in 40. I think you'll just be looking at yep. 40 minutes. Um, I, I don't have a feeling that this game is going to be one that gets away from us. So again, Pete, I agree with you. Um, I think it's going to be, you know, a 10 plus point score difference for me uh, with the Packers. And I would not be surprised if we hold the Broncos to either field goals or just really junk time, uh, you know, touchdowns when it's all said and done and how nice would it be as you mentioned uh, and you said that this wouldn't happen with the 50 burger how nice would it be to see another case where come the fourth quarter we throw Boyle out there and just let him have at it but anyway that's super optimistic so look I'll be watching this game with uh, the Packers faithful in Cardiff so we'll be watching the Packers take on the Broncos again you can rock down to the head of steam it, you don't have to buy a ticket now at this stage but it'd be great if you let me know that you're going um, also stay tuned to instagram.com forward slash UK Packers because uh, again I'll be chronicling chronicling is that a word it sounds kind of saucy so I'll be <laughs> chronicling uh, the meetup <laughs> on uh, Insta stories um, which I only just figured out how to do last week so anyway from myself at NFL, from the group at UK Packers and from my old buddy my old pal at IT Hedgehog Mr. Peter Jones it's goodbye till next week goodbye go Pack go